Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. How are we doing, gentlemen? Very well, you? Yes, that, I'm good. Is that the award winners? Chart topping and award winning. Mate, we're yeah. not gonna. We, hey, we're not gonna start with that shit. We need. I tell you, what we need to do. We need. We need Brian Cluffin. <laughs> Fucking fetch us ourselves down a peg or two. Oh, that's <laughs> for you. Uh, we started a shower <laughs> of shit. We're still a shower of shit. We just got a little trophy. Hey, I've been strutting round Norwich, head to toe in merch, <laughs> cap, jumper, the lot, the shorts. Little shorts, I stand out. You still look a sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not very good advertising. Uh, he's strutting around, he's strutting around fucking Tesco's at Orange, like his chest puffed out, isn't he? What, what, what was that? Podcast? Yeah, yeah. Chris? What? Yeah. <laughs> Texas beanie off. Look, I'm the bold one. <laughs> Penultimate episode, isn't it? Yes. Penultimate episode for a, a yeah, but I'm, we're, to be fair. I don't think anyone will be grudges of Brett, will they? We've been fucking bang at it since March, haven't we? There'll be a few that will, John. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, there'll be one or two, you lazy <laughs> bastards. What, have we done? 14, 15? 15? There'll be 15 this, this series as we finish next week. It's a good a good round number, isn't it? Yeah. Solid run. Solid run. Devastating all, aren't we, lads? Tenerife. Tenerife's back on fucking quarantine list. Christmas party cancelled. Well, we'll have to see what Boris says, won't we? I'm think, I think we should just go and just have four days at house when we get back. Nah, I'll get, I'll get Steely to give him a ring. <laughs> <laughs> He'll sort the job out. <laughs> Straight. He's, he's signed for a new club, Steely, hasn't he? Yeah, as a keeper. As a keeper? Yeah, he signed as a keeper, the shit bag. Oh, fucking hell, I'm a bit disappointed with that, Steely, when you're listening. John Artson was out for the Patreons last week. Yeah. A few people have said it seemed a bit condensed. Yeah. Probably, my, probably my fault, that, lads. We didn't quite go into as much detail into the career as what we probably usually do. Did you, did you did hear me say it's probably my fault there, didn't you? That's what I like about you, John, accountability. Yeah, the thing is, it, it were up to me to do organising with, with John. And that is not my forte. So basically, I've, I've thought that we're starting at half nine at his house. We've got to his house about ten past nine, haven't we? And I phoned him, John, where are you, pal? <laughs> he said, I thought you said I thought you said it were half ten at mine. And I were like, no, no, it weren't, John. It were half nine. But if you said it were half ten, it were half ten. And he, he were in uh, he were in Edinburgh and he, he were like, I don't know, in five or something doing a, a recycling run. He is big on his recycling, isn't he? Yeah. He, I should think he was. We were sat on his drive for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Plus we had 
he had a, he, he was playing golf late, like he got rid of his golf. So basically, my, I apologise. I fucked up with all timings and everything. So we only we only had an hour and a half with him, didn't we? Yeah, pretty much. And we got a set up and and all that. And so yeah, so I, I, for anybody who thought it were too short or condensed or whatever, I'll hold my hands up. I got a bit of stick as well, Chrissy. I had me um, I had me Lilo slashes out on Big John's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason for that it was. 100 degrees in his kitchen. Yeah, it was warm, weren't it? It was still sweating. And obviously I was dry clawed up. Especially, I was going to say, with dry claw on, they were dripping. I had the dry claw and it's got to come out somewhere, so my feet, feet took the brunt of it. Fantastic hospitality. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, very good. He gives his drive for two hours and then offered us bacon sandwiches. Yeah. Water, water dispenser in the kitchen, which I thought was a nice touch. Although, one little item I noticed was making a brew with uh, water in a pan. And then dispensing into each cup. Yeah, there were no kettle, were there? No. She just mm. dropped it off in in electric box at recycling plant. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after a new one for Christmas. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah. it, were, it were a good one, though. All the same, wasn't it? Yeah, it I mean, despite, his honesty was like, unbelievable, weren't it, about all his trials and tribulations and that fucking left foot volley on Beggar Berkovic, whatever he was called. Yeah, even like everything that he's been through, and he's still his main concern coming on the podcast was helping other people. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. believe he, he forgot that he played with me. That that hurt. <laughs> the, just forget that he played with you. Best the best thing were when you told him your actual name, and then his missus came in and she said, "Oh, oh, this is Chris Davis. I played with him at Norwich." <laughs> <laughs> and then he pulls out a goal that he scored in training twenty years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It just... You'd have had the straightened highlights in and all then. The straightened highlights of mullet and all, wouldn't you? And I was ugly back then. So he probably, he probably thought he was this handsome devil. <laughs> but yeah. Marshy, today. Yes. What a fella. Again, an unbelievably honest yeah. episode. Mate, I'll tell, tell you what, right? Because I'll be honest, I didn't know really much about him and that. Uh, and Brian said he like, how good a player he were, and how he just like fell out of football at twenty eight or whatever it were. And you couldn't believe it, could you? What, why? Why or how or what on earth had gone off? But in the next however many two hours, you'll 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 soon realise why he did, and I think it'll answer a lot of questions. Yeah, I think so. But I, I wasn't sure because I hadn't I hadn't seen him probably since I left Blackburn. So I'd, I was off. I was half expecting him to come in and not look them great. But as soon as he walked in, he, he could see he was happy in himself. Yeah. You know. You know he, good. Yeah. It was fucking freezing though, weren't it? Let's <laughs> it was fucking Baltic. Yeah. Uncomfortable environment, wasn't it? Yeah, we've done it in a boozer. And bless him, he came, only came in a T-shirt, didn't he? Yeah. He's probably been laid up in bed ever since with fucking up water bottles. Yeah. Yeah. They, allowed, they allowed us to use the, the room in the, in the pub, didn't they? Because uh, they could do for, for work purposes. But... Obviously, they were shocked with it being in Manchester and they, they were still doing takeout, so window were open throughout. Yeah. She were, uh, she were doing coffees and that. She got bits, she got hat on, body warmer on at lot, weren't she? It was fucking freezing. Yeah, but, but at one point, I thought about pissing myself just to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the quiz on Friday. I'm excited for it. The Christmas quiz. As you know, my favourite time of the month. <laughs> the quiz with the twist this time, though, because we've got um, we're doing it we're doing it live, aren't we? We're not doing it over Zoom. Yeah, we're, we're, doing, we're working. We're coming into the into the love shack, aren't we? Fancy dress. Fancy ah, dress. Fuck it. 
a Preston play in Bristol as well, so we can we can pop that on it background, can't we? Yeah, we'll stick that there. Yeah. Christmas quiz, Patreon draw, a few uh, a few bonus rounds, and karaoke. <sighs> it's what dreams are made of, isn't it? Let's be honest. What happened with who knows wins this week, Chrissy? Oh, I tell you what, I'm proper chuffed with the who knows wins this week because it were a nice spread. Three three winners got 833, like a proper good bonus for Christmas. Yeah. Perfect, in it. We've got a we've got a midweeker this week as well, so another chance Christmas bonus. Couple of quid, isn't it? Happy days. Eight hundred eight hundred and eighty-three quid for Christmas. Three lives changed. Three lives changed. Three 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 families Christmas mornings met in it when the kids come down and they were they were asked that's for something that they thought I'm probably not going to get that, but under the caution, who knows wins have bought that PlayStation Five for them or whatever whatever PlayStation we're at. Did you used to throw an unrealistic target in there? Unrealistic yeah. present. Oh, for every PC time. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want. It was usually a dog, or <laughs> it was a dog, or I want a Kawasaki one two five. And I've never got a. I never got either. <laughs> I once wrapped a couple of uh, dirty magazines, and when we were about fifteen, and slipped them under a tree at my mate's house, caused havoc on Christmas Day. He <laughs> unwrapped them. <laughs> His mum were a church goer. She weren't happy. Oh, no. The thing is, <laughs> had, you, had you used them before you wrapped them? No, no. It was just sellotape, that. Sellotape. <laughs> well, you're not a good rapper, are you, at 15? No. You, can't, you can't even wrap yourself up at 15. Any plonkers, Johnny? Certainly is, mate. There's only one this week who got none. Uh, but I can't have him plonker on his own. So that's gravy. Gravy got none, so you were far from different gravy. And then we, we've won... We've got Andrew Leon, six. We've got Harper. We've got CS Catch, and we've got MJR85. So they them four got one, and Gravy got none. So they're the plunkers for this week. Congratulations. You'll be in the free free uh, league next week. The free league doesn't change your life, we'll be honest with you. You get a prize or something, but it doesn't change your life. But if you've not already had a crack on the Uno's wins, then get involved. You can download it on uh, iTunes, Android, every week. We have a, a different league, don't we? Five-pound entry, 10 games, make your predictions, top predictors split the pot. No bookies. Everybody chucks the fiver in and we split it amongst the winners. Pot Brilliant as well for over the, the, the festive period. A lot of games, isn't they? I mean, there's, yeah. there's a lot of games anyway at the moment, but if you've got family over, whatever, have a bash. And if you don't win on Who Knows Wins, there's still, that t- there's still a bit of time for a bit of extra something for Christmas under the tree or in the stocking. Oh, yes. I believe we're coming... It's the final countdown, isn't it? As Europe once said, for the Under the Cost Merchandise. For Christmas delivery, yeah. Yeah, not forever. We'll, we'll sell it after Christmas, won't we? Oh, yeah. You want to get that stocking filler. 15th is the cut-off if you want to get them Christmas deliveries in. See, I think these hoodies will be right for your missus and all, you know. You know, just for dosing right out, I think the, the comfort, unbelievable. So I think you're doing them a disservice there, John, just around the house. I think they're... Well, but, yeah, but I mean... We're, pair of high heels? <laughs> I yield susses in a fucking under the god jumper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Santa will be coming down the chimney if you get if you see it in that. <laughs> so yeah, get over to the shop. Yeah. Shop.underthecosh.com. Shop.underthecosh.com. It's up a little treat. Yes. Should we get Marshy in? Yeah, why not? He stood outside, he stood outside sweating cobs. He's gonna come in and freezing. <laughs>
Marshall. How are we doing? Yeah, not so bad, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yes, mate. Yeah. Thanks for sorting us this gaff art and all. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, another little spot. like a bit of a local. Uh, got a bit of pull in here, so it's all right. <laughs> so it's the Delph in Worsley. Yeah, yeah. Good. New bar, new bar, what's open. Uh, one of my friends uh, owns it. Spot on. It's nice, isn't it? Lovely. Yeah. That's. I think you've told the story about when we ordered fifty pounds worth of Chinese stuff. From next door. And it's next door. Yeah. Couldn't decide. I've heard good things about that Chinese. Couldn't yeah, decide good. what main to go for, so we just went for the whole starters list. Yeah. We'd set the lot. Big old duck came, didn't it? Good to see you, though, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? We had a uh, car school. Yeah. Me, Ben. Yeah. Were you late? I think it was I, mixed, wasn't it? I'd rock yeah. up a bit late, depending if I'd been on that out before or not. Some days I couldn't get a conversation out here. And then some days it'd be Larry and. But that's that's just like life. Sometimes yeah, you don't want to speak, true, do you? Yeah, and yeah. the last person I want to get in my car is, is you. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> Talking through last night's exploits. Get, get in a yeah. oh, woof. Fucking <laughs> lager breath. Lager yeah. fucking mint. So it's a Blackburn because we had a few comments about negative body language, actually. That you're getting the good good crosses in, but there were never anything on the end, and you you were always quite animated. You, yeah, yeah, animated. Uh, Throw me under the bus, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, I, when I least. Do you know what? I actually, I actually heard that one, and I thought, "What's he going on about?" Because I was very sportive about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did he get the copies started, on the morning? He started, yeah. he started the yeah. Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could have hit a fucking barn door, like. But <laughs> in what? training, fuck me. Side netting every. Yeah, come to a game. He's fucking. Shy. I told you the service, mate. It was it wasn't his crosses. It was if I'd if I'd come on and, and I, I know before I come on there if I'm gonna have a bad Do you know what he'd do? He'd he'd come on and run around like an headless chicken for five minutes, he'd spunk his load, right? <laughs> and then by the time he was in the box and a chance, he'd be that fucked, he didn't know where it was. No way miles off it. Yeah. We had a lot of love on Twitter, mate, and, oh, right. and Instagram from Sheffield Wednesday fans, why did you not sign? Yeah. Stoke fans who didn't get the chance. Yeah, Blackburn fans keep saying you're on fire. Tough. Yeah, I've, I said this the other night, but you, you're probably in the top five players that I played with. Really? Um, I'm yeah, the, I'm, I, in, I'm in there as well, Anna. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, top ten, you maybe. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, in terms of ability, without a doubt, and I think there's a lot of lad, lot of footballers listen to this, and I think they'd probably agree with us. It's a, it's a nice comment. Yeah. It's Did you nice feel that. you feel as though you fulfilled your potential? No, no, I don't feel like uh, maybe uh, some things took over. So you more you enjoy the life more than what you actually yeah put yeah. into the put into. If I look it. back on it now, yeah, say I had chances to probably kick on, but I was just in a comfort zone where I could probably get away with, you know, with managers. You know, I could fall in sick and still be playing on the Saturday. And oh, it's a nice nice position to be in that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. When I'm travelling to the meeting point. I'm th- it's 50-50 whether he turns up. I think, I'll see you there. If, if, if I get, I'll see you there. It means not coming in. Yeah. Chances are he's not coming in. But you, in terms, you, you, you rarely did that. Where yeah, you didn't I come got in. in I got in. But you were a sack of shit when you got there. Yeah. Some days I'd be all right. Some normally on if I had a Sunday sesh, normally I'd get to bed at ten, so I was all right for the Monday. But um, but if it's during the week, fucking. You know, it used up. to drive me mad because I'd, I'd get in from training the day before and I'd be on the foam roller for hours stretching for doing all kinds trying to get, get my body right. right for the next day I'd be in the steam room at Blackburn trying to get all booze out of me <laughs> <laughs> and he'd still be fucking head and shoulders above me in training I'm like where's the justice in the world <laughs> I, see, I, think, I think that was a problem 
I went through stages where I could get away with it. You know, like for instance, when I was at Sheffield Wednesday, could not put a foot wrong, but I was out. Do you know, I remember on a Saturday, used to have a, used to live in the centre and, and had a balcony. I used to get up and have a fag before a game. But I'd turn up. But I think that was my problem. I always thought I could do it. Yeah. So in the times when I wasn't playing well, I still carried on doing it, thinking, well, if I could have done it then, I could yeah. do it. And I think that was always the problem. Instead of kicking on. Quite a bit. But do it, no, I don't think I did. I thought I had the potential to play in the Premier League, but I knew probably my mentality I didn't. Which do we regret it? No, I don't regret it because I fucking I had a fucking ball of a time. Yeah. You know, I've been lucky enough to financially be all right. Um, but yeah. Do you think some managers give you a bit more leeway because yeah. of your ability? Yeah. I mean, Gary Megson was, I couldn't put a foot wrong. I'd, I'd, I'd be phoning in sick. And then I'd phone in sick on the Monday. For instance, on a Sunday I went out and I was up till eight o'clock in the morning, on the Monday morning, and I'd set my alarm for quarter to eight. And I got to bed at half eight and put my alarm on for quarter to eight. So it didn't go off because it was obviously past it. <laughs> I was just going with that and I'm thinking, yeah. and I, woke, I woke up at three o'clock in the afternoon, missed calls. Anyway, so I thought, I'm going to have to drag this on here. So I phoned in sick on the Tuesday. We're off on the Wednesday. So I was like, come in Thursday. Megson wants to see you. So fucking all right. Got up there, he goes, how are you feeling, son? All right. <laughs> so Jay said, do you reckon we should go 4-3-3 three, three tomorrow? Or, and I was like, eh, to be fair, yeah, put me in the hole. And he'd be like, yeah, no, but I could get away with anything. And I wouldn't have thought Megson would have been the manager. No, no, would allow no. That. no. But I think with Megson, he, he, he'd sort of done it, and then it was like his home tied club. But we was like first, second, third. It was when he was in League, League One and they got promoted. It's like first, second. But I was turning up on a Saturday. And doing well. And doing yeah. it. And... Yeah. Um, and he and, and you know said said you, he was in my position, and he was just like, he didn't not like me, but he was just looking at me as if to say, I can just imagine I, his face. I trade, we trained on a Friday, and you could you could see that he was looking at me as if to say, he surely can't start. He's been fucking phoning him four days, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and then you just hear, you just it, you just yeah. right wing Ben Marsh and he go for fuck. <laughs> And probably rightly so now. Oh yeah, like looking back, yeah. like fuck, I took the piss and that. But were, were you not bothered? Like, no shame. Face. No, because I, I knew I could get away with it, and and I got away with it for quite a bit. Like with Megson, like on a Friday, the, the fans did this thing where they had these Megson masks, you know, with the eyes in. <laughs> Mate, I was fucking doing a warm up with one on and that, and he's laughing, <laughs> his sits off and that, and I'm just thinking, looking back on it, I'm thinking. Right? You're right so, though. I would never have thought Megson would have. See, but that proves. Well, we've spoke about it before. The managers will turn a blind eye. Yeah. If you're yeah. doing it on a Saturday, yeah. you don't give yeah. a fuck what's happening. Now I look at it and I think if I was a manager and I had this character here who knew full well I, was, I wasn't Ill. ill, but I was getting him results on a Saturday, it's one of them. You sit in your office and you think, what do I do? Yeah. yeah. Do a really, do a cane him, do a fine him way, think, fuck it. I was on loan as well. I think that's what helped. Yeah. I was on loan from, uh, from Stoke. I was and I think that it was like I don't really want to push him away because just he was after signing me in, in, in January I loved it at Sheffield Wednesday it was, it was one of them where I think a lot of the fans 
think I turned them down, but I was ready to sign for him, but they never put a bid in. They didn't? Never put a bid Is this in. when they went up from League One? So they went up that season, and it would come to January, and Stoke was offering me new contracts. There was a month in between coming back off loan, Pennant was there, and, and a load of the wingers got injured, and like, you know, I thought, fuck it, this is, you know, I'm in. And then Saturday come, uh, sorry, on Friday, the team sheet went up and I wasn't even in the team sheet. I wasn't even on the bench and I thought, probably best off. Time to I go. had six yeah. months left on my contract. And in my eyes, I wanted to sign for Sheffield Wednesday. And then I was pushing and pushing. Megson was pushing. I think I heard it was one of the reasons Megson's got sacked because he was that adamant, adamant and they just didn't put a bid in. And then Leicester come in with like a million pound bid and championship and so so Megs, it, Meg, one of the reasons Megs got sacked yeah, raging with the ball yeah, for not yeah, putting the bid in yeah. was it Mandarich? yeah and uh, anyway and I actually said to my agent can you not just when they accepted the bid off Leicester I said can you not just and don't get me wrong Leicester was offering a lot more wages um, but I was adamant to sign for Sheffield Wednesday and I said to my agent can you not just ring Sheffield Wednesday and just say can you not match it can you not match it but they put like a million pound in and I don't think I think they, they would have accepted 500 grand because Pulis actually sat me down and said where do you want to go This he was good and I was like I want to go Sheffield Wednesday he said right and then I think the day after Leicester put this bid in and just never that was what, it. what were you thinking I'm sure Sheffield's going to be a better night out than Leicester yeah I'm thinking I've got you on fucking lockdown here I can have I can train two days a week and play on a Saturday <laughs> right on my street but I was just adamant Sheffield and I've always wanted to go back there it's mad though because I think Pulis would have been perfect for you mm. I wish he'd have sorted you out you oh think, yeah you think a strong manager would have like Somebody, somebody who's like really grabbed you by the fucking neck and gone sort your shit not out. stood for it rather than yeah. eggs and I mean, letting it go by listen you're making out like I was always like there was times where I'd settle down and I don't know I feel like the managers what have sort of like stood up and gone nah it's always I've ended up exiting like Lambert got the best out of you yeah Lambert but with Lambert I knew I couldn't fuck about do you know what I mean and I did it I did it because he took me to Wolves and I think I phoned in sick <laughs> on but about two o'clock in the afternoon phoned up saying I'm sick after training I didn't turn up for training took me in the next day he said yeah it's one of them things and that I just said listen I had a few beers woke up late he said yeah no problem it's just two weeks wages so me knowing Lambert <laughs> that? Me yeah, knowing, no, I don't worry about it it's two weeks wages yeah, yeah. that's what he was like though wasn't yeah, it yeah me knowing Lambert I said he said this is going to have to go through the club I said, all right. I said, is that down to you? He said, yeah. I said, can I bring five grand cash in for you? And he said, come see me after training. <laughs> and I leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him, man. I'm at the fucking bank account, 500 quid, yeah. Put it back in, 500 quid, yeah. He was class though, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it does make us think though of if somehow you got a chance under Pulis you could have been it yeah I just wanted a chance but just never come whether that was just through Pulis saying I can't take the chance on him but even just putting me on the bench would have probably been like yeah I'll sign that contract because it was a decent contract like a long contract but I just wanted to play do you know what I mean 
I get the impression he's got to trust you. You've got to, yeah. it's hard to earn his trust. You but I never really did anything it. to Pulis on them lines. I just it mean on the pitch to, yeah. to chuck yeah. you in to play every week. I, th- I feel like you've got to, got to earn his yeah. trust. Got to put the time. Yeah. B- but, bit of effort. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like a one, like a keeper. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like but a, I can, a woman, listen. a woman keeper. All oh, right. Well, someone, that? someone, you got to put the time in, put the effort in. You know, but flowers. For me, Pulis. He was good. He was good with me. You know, like assigned from crew went straight into the first team at like 17 around like B.E. Kitson and all them and then I went Roberts on... at crew while you were there <laughs> yeah fucking hell was he <laughs> was he <laughs> oh, me. I, I, all I remember from Gary Roberts was I just remember him fucking wheel spinning out the fucking car park in a physio's car because the drug <laughs> test was in that's all I remember and, and there was a guy called Nat who he borrowed his car and the, the Nat was, uh, I think he was in the same year as him, he was a pro. What did he do now? Oh, he borrowed his car and wrapped it up, this Nat's. What, wrapped it up, like, round the lamppost or? Just wrapped new, it up. He's borrowed his car. Anyway, a new this, colour. <laughs> this Nat was from Manchester, he was from, and, it, and I think he was a bit of a wrong one. Anyway, and Gary Roberts had to train with us as, I don't know why, like, so he's training. Anyway, this Nat's going past, fucking, you fucking owe me this. And Gary Roberts is like, fucking tooth hanging down. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he was a fucking, he, what a player though, fuck yeah. me. It must have been a different when you went to Stoke though from Crew, obviously. Premier League set up there. And well, the new training, the new training kind of been built by now, hasn't it? No, it was still in the obviously. cabins. Raw, right. And yeah. then it was like, I think it was like the season after it was done. But, yeah, I mean, it was brilliant. I mean, I went into it, obviously, going from youth football to being around all these big names. And I didn't drive at the time. And I think I lived at the Salford Keys. And BE used to... I remember him saying, um, you get the tram from, it, from outside mine at Salford Keys to Aldringham, and I'll pick you up. And he used to pick me up. And he'd always have a coffee, and, you know, for me... I was 17 and it was like, and I always remember we used to meet Tonga. Uh, anyway, Tonga texted me saying, I'm going to go on my own or whatever. Anyway, I've got to Altrincham and he's pulled up and he had like this Audi, what he just used to use to travel in. And he, and he went, I said, oh, Tong, uh, Tonga's not getting in today. He goes, why don't you fucking tell me? And I've gone, well, I don't know. He goes, I'd have brought the fucking Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, actually, it's not, raging, bad. It's not raging. a bad car, is it? No. Just to run the miles on it. <laughs> and then yeah. I'd have brought the Lamborghini. I'd have brought the Lamborghini. Honestly, and, I, and he, he brought it once and I was in it and fucking Jesus. He's in and out the traffic and you know what the M6 is like? He's fucking in and out. I thought he was going to go under, you know, in the films where they go under the fucking butt, uh, the, under the, the truck. The lorry. <laughs> Fast and furious. Yeah, he's just talking as, you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd once say boo to a goose to him. Well, fair play to him, like, for taking a young man under his wing. And do you know what? From that, that always... I mean, I'd like to think if you used to ask all the youngsters, I was always there for the youngsters. And from I think from that, it always... Wherever I would have gone, I'd have been... Yeah, and I've always looked after the youngsters. And it's just natural, I think. So when you've gone gone into Stuttgart and you're training with all these names in the first team, are you thinking, fuck me, this, this is too much for me? Or are you thinking... I, I can half hold my own here. Yeah, I think when I when I went in and I, and I went training, and then we played a game. I think because Pulis always used to go to like Wales way and you play fucking real fucking. I remember pub team and 
honestly, it was a pub team, but it was like me, Beatty, Kitson, and I'm not joking, it was like a fucking field. This team had fucking... Uh, whoever it was, versus Stoke on it. <laughs> the fucking... Like, like, that, like that. And I remember being going, I'm not fucking playing it. Oh, so it's like in the FA Cup final. Yeah, but it, was, it v, was like... Stoke v Banger. You could even see on their faces, it was like, are these really fucking... You got BTA England fucking international playing. <laughs> Do you want to have the rails around the side and that and they just supporters are just lent on them. <laughs> and uh, so we used to play in games like that. And See, the thing is with that, right? Tony Pulis would have not given a fuck what Beatty thought no. about being an England international or kits signing for however much and playing in a way at Rill. Yeah. He would not care what they thought mm. one bit, will he? No. But you, you, that's where you're playing today. Enjoy the training. Tony Pulis' training. Uh, no, it's shite. It was, like, <laughs> it was like, like, if it was, you'd think it was Christmas Day if you did a five-a-side, but it won't be. But uh, no, like, you do shape and then next thing you just do... Uh, right down and you'd be fucking planking for an hour and then you'd be back up and it'd be like what the fuck Kempe's assistant did you ever do the one where you like it was pretty much a full pitch and you got two teams and he just kicked he just used to go one touch and just yeah. kick it into the yeah. middle and it was, yeah. you know, it was like fucking ants had come out of her neck this is by the way this is the assistant manager of the Premier League football team right? He didn't. and this is his training session Boom, one touch, <laughs> and that was that, that was it, wasn't yeah. it? Purely just go anything, KP. Go, no, you said it all. <laughs> Kempy, fuck yes, off, Kempy. So you went Northampton League to was that was that under Wilder? Uh, Stuart Gray. How uh, did you see them lawns? Was it like right? I'm just, just give a chance to, really. to prove myself. Well, North Northampton was the start of I'd say going out and. Because I so remember in Northampton, there was um, you used to get fifty percent off at TGIs. <laughs> right. I wasn't expecting that. To no, come yeah. I, I, I think, I'm thinking of a player who likes to drink. Yeah, yeah. and uh, anyway, good them cocktails as well. So, oh, cocktails as well, or just just food. No, I'll I'll get to that. So <laughs> that was like my I was there constant, but you had to give your name. So if you go in, you say Ben might play for Northampton, and they'd say right fifty percent off. So I'd been in, in there and then I remember I said to the lads back home, like Salford Way, get yourself down. So they come down, got 50% if So we got a pitcher of Coke, right? And we fucking poured a bottle of Jack Daniels in. Well, you took your own? Yeah. So we poured it in anyway, we fucking smacked. But we left the bottle of Jack Daniels. This was my first ever running. Anyway, I've gone into training the next day and the uh, manager wants to see you. I've gone, all right. So I've gone in and he's just gone. Boom, bottle of Jack Daniels. What's all this about? So they, they've given the Jack Daniels. Of oh, actual evidence, that's actual evidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, <laughs> fi- your fingerprints have yeah, yeah. been dusted <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my final doing was, so I'd had a few runnings. This you is get crap. fine for that? No, no, no. We I got 50% for the lads as well? Oh, yeah. Fucking oh, so the right whole did. bill? Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking They're from man. Salford, they was fucking laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the final straw was, it was coming to the end of my loan anyway, but I was I wanted to uh, extend it. But Ian Sampson took over. We all planned to go out on a Sunday, so we're all out anyway. I was a bit of a ch- bit of chirpy. We've gone to get in this like a group was gone to get in this like nightclub bar. Anyway, we've gone in. Well, we was about to go in, and the bouncer like, Nah, nah, there's too many of you. Me, fucking seventeen. You fucking what you? 
chase me, right? 17, by the way. Yeah. Great night club. Proper thinking I'm fucking... <laughs> chase me, right? I've got off. They've I've, I've, they've chased me for, for God knows how long. I've got off. I've found this fucking mosh pit, this nightclub, with all these moshes in. <laughs> Gone in there. Phones died. Took this fucking mosher home, this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up in this student accommodation, gone back to the, it was like a cottage, what the club used to have. Got my gear on and drove to training in my little car, so. Anyway, all police are outside. Outside training? Yeah, so I've walked in and you had to walk through the canteen and I've, and I'm <laughs> chuckling, like. With her Metallica t-shirt and, and I remember turning to someone going, who's in the shit here? <laughs> Who's in bother? I've walked in, the police, the fucking lads had reported me missing because they thought I'd been done in by the bouncers. I thought I'd fucking... I've got away, I've sampled a mosh pit, sampled a mosher. <laughs> got back to chaining for brilliant fucking... The dragon had, canal. Had me mincing. Anyway, uh, they sent me back because of that and purely said, uh, you'll learn. And I fucking never did. <laughs> But yeah, that was the end of Northampton. Who's in the shit? Who's in the shit? You're like, no, I was. You know when you're still a bit like a bit pissed, yeah. and you're like, who's in the shit in? <laughs> I don't think the lads knew, and they're like, we don't fucking know. They was fucking. I walked in. There was about four coppers, and the manager went, "Where have you been?" And I went, "I went out in a mosher's place or something like that." <laughs> and he just went, um, "We're going to send you back." Lovely student accommodation. <laughs> <laughs> fucking went into training with all green hairs all over. Me. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so, that was that was the end of Northampton. So, had you been in the Northampton team doing well? Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, my first game, obviously, um, was like my first league ever appearance, and I rocked. I had like a R edge maroon corsa, and uh, took one of the lads in with me, and it fucking bobbing like that, and oh, fans are like, "Who the fuck's that?" I'm there like <laughs> petrol gauge, fucking like that. <laughs> yeah, got mad at the match, and then it sort of settled the nerves a bit, and then. But I did well, but. And then I think after that, they was in League Two, and after that, Carlisle. Uh, no, I went to Cheltenham for a fucking month. But I was, I was going to stay on, but it was like a month before Christmas, and I knew I'd have Christmas off if I went back to Stoke. Mm. So I just pied it. Just so when it. you got back to Stoke after the Northampton debacle, purely. purely he, he just said, like, uh, what happened, and made some up, I think, and he just said, you'll learn. He knew. What yeah, happened? But it didn't like sort of clamp down. No, you. no, no. So you didn't see it as like a, a shock kick up therapy. The ass. Yeah, kick up the arse. I did because uh... it was pulis, but at the t- I was always one of them at the time. I was like, right, okay. And then as soon as they get sucked back in, it's it just goes out the window. <laughs> what were Cheltenham like? He's all right, if I remember. The training ground was fucking. I all I've got from memory of playing Barnet scoring t- two, and. There used to be a train channel you score past the the, um, the training pitch. <laughs> I was late for training because I was getting the train up and I'd fucking gone past on the train and seen all lads chaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pull, pull emergency stop. You used, used to get nominated to bring like a past edition. So obviously I was on my like single, like there was no fucking way I was making a past You know, after training, they put it in the oven and that and fucking... They used to say, where's the pasta? They used to just 
say off fucking I don't know I didn't fucking did my one. oh so you had to you had to cook the lads food for after training yeah so everyone get nominated like once a month so you'd have to bring like a pasta dish in like a pasta bake you know for food after training <laughs> You just didn't bother? No. I didn't bother. Mate, I'll cook you I'm, dinner. I'm going to cook a pasta bait when I'm in fucking spearmint rhinos. <laughs> that, that, is, that is many league two, that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Lads, take your own. He's brilliant. Who was he? Oh, he was a player now. He'd been around centre four. He used to play for Fulham. Like, Barry Hales? Barry, yeah. Uh, so I lived with him in like a, the, their little flat thing. And I always remember he used to fucking say, do you fancy him a polka heads on? And he just used to take and sit cleaners. <laughs> but I think, but at the time he had like, I think he played in the Prem for Fulham and he used to have a full English before a game and that. And I thought, this guy's my fucking idol here. Because <laughs> he came from the not, like lower leagues, didn't yeah. he? And then ended up working yeah, his way yeah. up and then. So he was there and he... He'll have been old though, then, not he? Yeah. Well, I think that was his last, might have been his last club. Last soiree. But yeah, he used to, uh, I remember he used to have a BMW X6 and he used to think, fucking hell. It's a bit it's of a life, yeah. I had my fucking course parts at the same. <laughs> we'll win yours today, Barry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no, but he'd, he'd fucking make me go in, in it. So if it was my drive, I'd go. Come on, you don't know what getting this piece. McDonald's papers everywhere. <laughs> and he'd be like, Nah, nah. And you just, if anyone looked, you just see his fucking head bobbing like. That. <laughs> <laughs> he just used to bob. Like that. The petrol gauge used to be like that. Did you ever get a suspension checked? Did it what? Ever get your suspension check? I think I got it off my granddad for nothing. <laughs> Best car I ever had that. It cost me fuck all. It lasted me. Who, who was it? Carl Lightwick? Gary Abbott? Greg, Greg Abbott, Abbott, sorry. Yeah. That's his brother, Gary. Yeah. Meant to yeah. be top man, him. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, he was brilliant. He was out at Magaluf one year. Just one of the lads. Yeah, he was good. I tell you what, we had some team at Carlisle, though. When you think about it, like we had Chess, James Chester, Adam Clayton, Cav, Graham Kavanagh. Ian Hart, fucking oh, hell, he was, he was playing centre half and you, he had a cigar on, by the way. He just used to take free kicks and penalties and <laughs> yeah, he got he'd shit score like goals, 15 goals. So he, he'd gone to Carlisle to end his career and then got a fucking move to Reading for a million quid <laughs> and they got promoted. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck is this guy do it? And then he fucking went to Bournemouth and they got promoted. So he'd gone to Carlisle to end his career. And fucking Reading bought him for about a million quid. Was he a good, good lad, you know? Yeah, he was brilliant. Really good. He, uh, he, his left foot was probably the best I've seen. Do you enjoy football at this point? Yeah, yeah. Were you like... Everything was just fitting into place. I was I was getting me fucking petrol money. I was getting me a comedy 269 Warwick Road. I'll never forget it. <laughs> that was a dangerous place. <laughs> Jesus. And they're still telling the wasps to smell a sex out of it now. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, yeah, we all used to live live in there. Fuck me, we used to be like three beds in a in a bedroom. It was like an oh, old so this town like a clubhouse. House. Yeah, so it's it's totally it's totally purely in contact with you, or stuck in contact with you when you're no, on. No, I never loans. never used to ring just them. Let you go and crack on. And... Yeah, and then yeah, and then I had a second spell, and then I felt like I was sort of like ready then for another step. Was Carlisle League One? Or League yeah, two? but Sheffield Wednesday was in League 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 One as well. I did well against Sheffield, but Megson and Pulis are like yeah, they're tight, tight. Aren't they? So when <coughs> when we were talking about Austria, our balcony looked down on like the patio area, and I'll, I'll never forget uh, Megson was over there with a team, and they met up and he was chatting. Is this one of Pulis's training camps? Yeah, in Austria. Yeah. Yeah. We heard um, about it, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> death. 
deft camp. Anyway, and I, I overheard the conversation and like Megson's like, are you going to let us have Marsha? You want to, you want Malkin having a fag? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fag and a fucking bottle of Peroni. Yeah. Silk cuts, he was called. They wasn't, they didn't get quite through, but <laughs> it was perfect because you had, had to run up an hill for an hour later. But, um, they were bad though, the pre-seasons over there. Oh, they were disgusting. All I remember was getting up like seven o'clock, no breakfast, on a bike to this hill and you'd run up it and then the next day you'd cycle up it but Johnny Walters, the fittest guy alive, he was throwing up so it can, you know how bad it was. I was like, me fucking hell, to the fitness coach, obviously not to, look, are we going to be playing up fucking hills? In yeah. When the season starts, are we going to be playing uphill? Like, no, well, why would the fuck we're running uphills yeah. then? So did you, uh, you overheard the conversation then about the, the move to Sheffield? Yeah, Pulis's response was, uh, yeah, it's yours, so I don't think I had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> the writing's on it's the wall, and it's yours. all yours. Yeah, so I think I signed on the uh, the Thursday, and on the Thursday night, me and my mate had a night out in Sheffield <laughs> before I'd even trained. Were you, were you playing on the Saturday as well? Yeah, yeah. Thursdays was always a, my night. I just really? couldn't help it. it. Do you know what, right? If I, got a, if I had a day off, so say I was off on the Wednesday, I'd stay in on the Tuesday, but I'd go out on the Wednesday. Do you know where Why? you should go out on the Tuesday? It was like, it was if it like... You'll be naughty. It was if like, you shouldn't do it, but fuck it, I'm going to do it. Because a few lads would say, they might talk about one or two nights out that they've had on a Thursday and then said, I've never done it again though, not yeah. on a Thursday with a match on well, a Saturday. that's what I'd say, but then another week, <laughs> it's a new week, isn't it? <laughs> It was like I had this like what you call it a bit then no it was because I'd done it and I'd got away with it I always had it in my head I'd, I'll be right don't get me wrong in the mornings and that when I'm in shower cleaning my teeth and I'd think what the fuck's going on here but I, then al- I always say that sometimes the worst thing that can happen is you do play say if you went out that first Thursday and had an absolute shocker You'd have been thinking, right, I can't, can't do that, do that yeah. But if you've done well, you're yeah. like, oh, it's a piece of piss, this. <laughs> Where are we going next Thursday? Were people not, like, because Sheffield's quite, a, obviously, a, a big football city, were people not like, you were out Thursday night? Yeah, but it probably was. But you were doing they'd well. love it. Like, I'd love it if, if I heard Rashford was out all the time and, <laughs> and, and producing on a Saturday. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd, better what I'd think, doing? what a fucking legend this kid is. But... Was Medine there where you're an Arl? Oh, yeah. Who's that Carl? Who's that Carl Isle with me? Great lad and Arl. He's like you, easily led. Yeah. Easily oh, yeah. Led. Imagine us two together. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Was Kyle Bennett? I'm sure Kyle Bennett lived Kyle, in Sheffield yeah, yeah. at the time. He, he was in the same block as Gaz. Them two was a, was a strike force. I think with Gaz, he was more... When he went out, you knew he went out. Whereas me, I'd go and sit in a boozer. Under the radar. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really... A nightclub, clubby. I'd rather sit in, like, for instance, like round, like Salford Way, and that, like, I'll happily sit in a boozer and just crack on. Yeah. Then, don't get me wrong. I've been in nightclubs and done a few quid in and all sparklers, and thinking I'm a big nut. Sparklers. So did you not feel on a Saturday at three o'clock? Did you not like feel the effects of the Thursday night? No. Not until I got older. But at that age. You know. Did you like, ever not go out though? Was it every week? No, it wasn't every week. Like, so did you not? When, there'd when be times when I go, go right, I need to settle down in, and I'd settle down, and then all it. 
Do you not feel a lot fresher though and thinking? No. I felt sometimes, like for instance, if I did it and then I played shit, I'd be like, I should have got this. Yeah. Yeah. I've stayed in, I've what, stayed in our shit. What a waste of a week. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think looking back, if I would have knuckled down and and not if if I'd not done anything that week and played shit on a Saturday, just carry it on. Did you, the performances would come. Yeah, but is what it is. So well, you, you, you're very close with the lad, the local lads, aren't you? That you, yeah. you grew up with. Yeah, and it was one of them where you still lived the life that they lived in terms yeah. of you, you'd go for a pint on an afternoon yeah. like they would. And yeah. do you think you maybe should have just gone right, lads? I'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, well, have a good week. Well, I, can't, I, did, I can't be doing it. When it was when I signed for Leicester, um, I remember we played Chelsea in the FA Cup, and I come on, and it was one of my first games, and scored a screamer. And I went straight back, straight in the shamrock. It sounds a good establishment. In my tracksuit, <laughs> tra- tra- like all the lads are fucking, I'm wrapping Jager bombs around the bar and that because I've just got a gold bonus or whatever it was. Against Chelsea. Which I'm not going to get to the following month. So, <laughs> get um, some money. Yeah. Um, just put it on my tab. <laughs> fucking tab, you can only pay me with cash. Um, and, and like, I remember like the goal coming on, you know, like ten, whatever it was, FA Cup highlights. And and I got sucked into it when I was at Leicester. That's where Pearson Bowyer told me this. He said, Gary Bowyer, he said, he said when I, when I signed for Blackburn, Pearson said, great lad, great talent. He said, just doesn't like Mondays. Boomtown rats. <laughs> yeah, just doesn't like Mondays. Um, and that that was it at Leicester. I was doing the same as Megson. I'd, 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 I'd go out with the lads on a... Saturday, Sunday, we'd meet up, watch the football, a few pints. We'd go out on the Monday, it'd open at nine and I'd be sat in the booze at 10 o'clock. Round at Salford Way? Yeah, just thinking it's it's normal because everyone else is doing it. And then it took me a while to think. It, I think the turning point was when the lads actually turned around and said, you can't be doing this. The actual lads, so this Salford is lads. Yeah. Oh, your mates? Yeah, said, and that's when I thought, if these are saying it, I'm fucking banging trouble there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, that's, uh, that's probably what you want, yeah. yeah. It's probably what you want. I think, they, they, I think they always fought it, but they didn't want to say anything. Do you know what I mean? To yeah. the point where, yeah. when they're saying I, something. Yeah. I remember when I met the, the good lads. Yeah, they are. They are good they'll, lads. they'll do anything for you. And I think now, like looking back, like on a Monday, I remember we, I think, I think we went to the casino or whatever it was, and I had fucking load of money on me. And we said, what should we do? We'll do something. And we went to Sports Direct and I bought everyone an outfit. You had to be a sportsman. And we're bowling down Manchester Road on a Monday afternoon. Someone's fucking cricketer with a full fucking outfit. <laughs> golfer with a fucking driver in his hand. <laughs> tennis player. Like, and we just... Manchester Road's like, has loads of like booze on it. So you've got the Albion, Shamrock, done it. Oh, oh, top. Yeah, they all sound like yeah. incredible establishments. Yeah, <laughs> fruit machine galore, and you just fucking, you just go along it. And and it just wasn't, this is my, that was my problem. At the time, I was like, this is fucking, knowing the lads are fucking probably doing horseshoes at fucking training at Leicester, and I'm fucking <laughs> walking down Manchester Road with a bottle of bud. Dressed as Roger Federer. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> grandstands. Dressed as a fuck. Fucking tripping over my fucking guards. Got a boxing and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking 
down the road, like just yeah. tapping the pitch down yeah. with your cricket bat. I'm fucking yeah. looking at the group chat saying that training session was hard, I'm fucking sending selfies in as a fucking cricketer. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just, I was just sort of in between two. Two lives, really? Yeah, but I, when people say, when they look back and say, I don't, I was a young lad, but I knew exactly what I was doing. It wasn't like, I knew if I'd fallen in sick and go out, I knew that that was wrong. Do you know what I mean? But You still did it anyway? Yeah. Because it was, a, it was only your ability that got you to where, where yeah. you were. Yeah. If, if you were 20% less the player that you were, you'd have just gone but by the way. Yeah, be, be I'd, have just, I'd have just dropped down. But and I think I always got away with getting a move. So You're one of them players who manage to start, I can change him. Is that good? I can get him in and I can change him. Yeah. Eh, you'll have to ask them, but I don't know. But you what? knew that. You knew that your ability to see you through. Do you think if you, your ability was 20% less, you wouldn't have been going out as yeah. Freddie Flint off on a Monday? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, well, uh, championship I, footballer I, in Ireland when you were at this time. Yeah. I, I remember fucking uh, one of the lads fucking paying for a bill with a, on the tennis racket right, with about fucking money and changing it. <laughs> on a Monday as well though. Like, place is dead. We used to call it Monday Madness. Monday Madness. And it'd be like a Saturday night in the Albion. <laughs> Karaoke got... on. DJ's on at fucking nine bells. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there singing and now the end. That was You'll the know where it is. You'll, I'll, well, one day I'll take you yeah. to this, the Albion. I've just it's got this impression. It's all been done up actually. Frank Gallagher sat in corner. Yeah. Like, Fucking just, but it was just. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like I look back and it's stories to tell and that, but yeah, it was wrong. But I fucking loved it. So that's fair. That's yeah. I know that's I fair enough. What, what can you say? And I knew it was it, you know when you hear people look back and say, oh, I, I should have done that, but I should have. That was that's what I wanted to do. Did you struggle with hangovers? No. You just get through them. No, I could. My problem was stinking of booze at training. I say to myself, I don't stink, and I'd walk in, and, and the worst thing what can happen is, oh, fucking, I'll be like, you're joking me. <laughs> Your mouth's on fire from yeah, pressure. and I'd I'd fucking done everything. I'd stopped out at petrol station, mouthwash, you name it. Fucking tanked up in aftershave. I'd walk in thinking like a million dollars, and then fucking brownie turn on, going fucking hell, and I go shit. <laughs> there was a, on about um, Leicester. There was. I think you're in the picture when there's you, Kane, Harry Kane, Vardy, Drinkwater all sat yeah. on the bench. Yeah. Some some squad, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, at the time, I mean, Vardy was just a fucking just like me, really. I was going to say, was he was he a you who oh, just yeah. did what he wanted and what he used to have did. a fucking shot before a game. Pearson used to do this thing where it, I don't know what it was. It was a bottle of some fucking vodka. I don't know, and they'd all have a shot all the management staff, physios. It was just a thing he did. And that, and then for some reason, Vards used to just get in on it, even if he was starting. Boom, <laughs> boom. Just a, an extra glass but came in uh, yeah, on one game. Just like, like, under Pearson's leg. Yeah, yeah, but you know, no, but Pearson knew, but he was brilliant. Like, like with Vards doing that shot before, like he just didn't blink an eyelid. I think but then, but then, but well, then you were, then when we was at Leicester, <laughs> Matt Mills, have you ever, yeah, it's a tip. Sorry uh, to say it. But yeah, yeah. I've told him myself, but um, 
knows. Anyway, he was ca- <laughs> he was club captain at the time. Uh, it was when Wes Morgan come in, and he, he, anyway, he got dropped, and I think he's gone in. I knew he got headbutted, but he's gone into Pearson and said, "Why well, I'm not starting?" And apparently, Pearson said nothing, walked up to him and just butted him, and that was the end of him. Never played again. That's not even an explanation, just a yeah. mosh. But no one really talked to him. Like the Mills. Mills, yeah, but just nah. little things like he used to, he used to like if he'd been in the gym and that he'd come in and with his top off and he'd not wait wrong. for so- not wrong with that man. He'd wait. <laughs> I used to do that every morning. <laughs> he used to fat bastard like me. <laughs> we, we used to sit down and put our towels over our rolls. Yeah. But <laughs> we had a decent chest, so it'd be like. <laughs> but uh, but he'd just wait for a comment and you'd say like. And in the end, you used to just wind him up and go, well, you're looking well, aren't you? Like, you think, yeah, you think, yeah. <laughs> and just, but, I don't know, it just wasn't my cup of tea. And and you know what? He's probably the only player I'd say that about. What's an ass? Yeah, everyone else is. They're all in the same boat, aren't they? Well, we all was in the same boat. Some are a little bit more pretentious than others. Yeah, but... yeah, but I don't know. It's just, I feel like when I've come out of football, like I'm, I've gone to Stone Clough now and some of the banter I try and have, like... You know, they're getting up trying to fucking square up. And I'm like, what? Whereas, like, <laughs> whereas, like, at football, you could get away with fucking anything, couldn't you? Yeah, mums, mums weren't even off the off no. the table, were they? No, anything. I won't. I wouldn't even like to say it now, but but even like, I think the closest come was Jan Songo when a, when a, he was, because I was a bit of a, a joker, you'd say, at Blackburn, wouldn't you? And there was, and he, he kept on taking like a shoe. And he thought it was dead funny, like. So I fucking went to Morrison's and bought a big fucking sea bass and put it in his jeans. <laughs> but I'd got off from training, cause I'd got off. And the lads are FaceTiming me and he's strolling up and down the dressing room going, I'm gonna fucking kill him. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> he's got a big sea bass Please. hanging out of his fucking jeans. That must have been a cheaper fish to get. You know what I mean? A couple of kippers or No, I was going deep on this kid, mate. <laughs> Can I have a full sea bass, bass please, Biggin? It went on for about two or three weeks and I said, I'm going to get you back and it's going to be a lot worse than taking my shoe. Anyway, coming to training the next day. and he's, Billy Bass. He's so he played with fire and he got burnt? Yeah, he fucked with the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember waiting for that to kick off. I thought, i just let you just get on with it. I didn't want anything And he's a big lad it. as well and I thought, I'm going to get done in here. But I think he went home and probably cooked the sea bass and thought it was decent. <laughs> <laughs> nice gesture. <laughs> So when it's time for Leicester then, did Nigel Pearson say, look, we're going to have a fucking a right bash at this? Yeah, because at the time, if I remember, there was quite a lot of lads on big money, like Beckford, Nuge, uh, Casper, and I think, is it when they took over the uh, the King Power mm-hmm. lot? Yeah. And it was, I think it was one of them, like, they was expected to be up there. Did it's you up, ever meet the chairman? Yeah. <laughs> so, because I was like a young lad, and when... Um, when I started getting in the team, started doing well. So I signed in January and it took me probably about a month to sort of get in. And then I just kicked on. Um, and then that summer, I think I just turned 21 in March. It might have been. It might be wrong. But what, you might be wrong on your birthday or <laughs> your natural age? <laughs> Let me see. No, no, it definitely was because you, you needed to be 21 to go Vegas, <laughs> right? So all the lads had booked to go Vegas, Nuge, all them. So I was like, I'm in. Like my first trip. Next thing the fucking chairman says, um, we'll, we'll fly you over, private jet to Thailand to play in this under 21s fucking 
whatever it is and we want you to be the name of it because obviously I was like doing well and like my name was obviously high up at Leicester he said but it's entirely up to you and I said Okay, no chance I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> Don't give us the option, Chair. Yeah. No, so you, then you've got to tell me I'm going. Yeah. So <laughs> I rang the. They had like a, a middleman who could like speak English, and but so I had to I had to tell him. I said I've got all of his books, and he said, <laughs> "Guy, you're gonna have to tell him yourself." <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the phone to his fucking his translator, saying, "No, sorry, can't make it. Booked holidays," and they was like, "We'll pay for your holiday if you want to cancel it." And I was like. No. If he said, been... where are you going? I went, Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> if it had been two weeks and yeah. you'd be like, I, I, can't, I can't come up. <laughs> yeah. But he did, he, I mean, even when I was there, he was always in, the, the owner was always in the training, training ground. Like. So 21 year old and the, the, the owner of the football club was giving it a real go yeah. saying, we want you to play and you're like, no, I'm at Vegas, man. Right? <laughs> first, first time trip. in Vegas, what's he fucking... <laughs> Bless his soul, like. It was only... I had my heart set on it. <laughs> I wasn't going fucking Thailand kicking a ball about in the summer. Do you know what I mean? I'm going Vegas. <laughs> but that's just the way I was. Um, yeah. Did you feel the pressure of being a young lad and, you know, you've been signed for a million quid? No. No, I didn't. I just... I always remember Pearson saying... I think there was a cup game just after I signed and I couldn't play and when the lads went out he just went these are going to love you and, and to be fair I, when, I, when I got in the team I come in against Chelsea scored like a 30 yarder at Stamford Bridge and I just kicked on from there and it was I got me England 21 call up and, and, then I, and then that summer West Brom was putting bids in like they was in the Premier League and uh You'd only been there since the January? Yeah. So you'd only had sort of four months? Yeah, and nothing ever come of it. And that's another one where I think if I would have got that move. Yeah. But again, you're still doing your Thursdays. And yeah. But I think if I would have gone... from the Premier League. I always felt scoring. like if I would have gone up to that level where I'd have been around, no disrespect, like better players and more, you know, I would have probably more professional gone... professional. I can't really fucking be a bit of a tit here because... I knew, I knew, like, obviously when we go back to Sedgy, like, and you look at him, like, you used to feel bad. You used to think, I must look like a fucking tool there. Yeah. Which I did, and I'm sure when I was at Blackburn, if, for instance, when we were struggling and I was still doing the same thing, it was like, nah, fuck off now. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if, 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 it wasn't just me, but if I didn't perform, the lads, you know what I mean? Lads, you know, if we was to get relegated the wages goes down so yeah. it gets a bit it gets more personal then when it yeah but imagine like players who have not got your ability but bust the balls exactly must be yeah. even more for, I mean yeah. Sedgy Sedgy obviously a really good player but not your ability and he's doing everything right and all, and all this and he's still not getting the team must have been thinking he's a fucking yeah. prick yeah you can see why you would and, and I would be the same yeah. do you know what I mean I remember when Knockout come to Leicester I think he got arrested his first week. He nearly topped my first week. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started getting in ahead of me and I was like, fucking so hell. So were you there with Wayne Brown then? No. No, not Wayne Brown. No. I tell you who was there with for a short spell. Uh, is it Johnson who used to play for City? The young Michael Johnson? Yeah, yeah, he was there. I think Sven brought him in and then he sort of like went... Like, I don't think he was there for long. Could you see a lot of you in him? No, he was a fucking... He, he wasn't... To be fair, 
I think it was more the gambling and with him. He went proper off the rails, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like he was, he was on like sixty thing, grand a week at City and he I remember when I used to go in the casino in Manchester they used to say like he used to do his balls in like a lot. I wonder how he's getting on now. I seen a picture of him years ago when he he had like a belly on and that's for if I finish that's exactly what I'm going to look like. <laughs> oh, yeah. did you, did you, did you at first when I left Norwich Jesus Christ did you point at me then by the way when you went <laughs> when you finished like, I've got the eyes yeah. the knob yeah. <laughs> I look like that but uh, I, I can't really remember much of him to be honest he, he was that's another thing he was quiet so it was like and you'd know obviously heard the stories and Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You go on many trips away with Leicester? Yeah, yeah. We um, the first one was an international break. I got told we was going to Portugal for, I think it was five days. Training five days, not a. Well, we didn't know. We didn't know what it was all about, and we we went over. Anyway, we get we get to the thing, and Pearson stands up. He goes, "Right, lads," he says, "We're training twice at three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you can do what you want, but all I want you to do is look after yourselves. No curfew." Just no be, curfew. Well, be don't be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. Left half our meals, changed straight out into uh, an Irish bar. Just ended up a fucking piss up. Even training was like forty-five minutes long. Five sides. It was brilliant, person. And then the last night we went into Cats, which is a lovely bar, um, and uh, we ended up coming out, getting jumped. Three of us, I won't mention names. Um, beat up jumped. So we come out, it was as if it was set up. All these lads come from nowhere. Anyway, we started scrapping. Locals? Yeah. Started scrapping. And um, next thing, one of them got like a banger gun out. You know, like as if it was like Flag a gun. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. And uh, so we was all like, shit. Like thought it was um, an actual proper gun. Yeah, but it bang, nothing come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so he we, might, he might have done. He might have just we missed. Sh- <laughs> we shit. I tell you what, we give it, we give it our own. There was three of us and a physio. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's only one physio. He's fucked now. Isn't it? <laughs> 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 and a physio, and uh, once this fucking banger, we thought it was real, so we just pelted it, fucking shirts everywhere and uh, next thing we, we're walking along not knowing having a clue where we was can police come get us down made us star on the floor we're all laughing Spread don't know them. why pissed up laughing <laughs> physio's going I've got a wife I've got kids <laughs> like like my job's on the line and all this and the only way we got away with it was just to say one of them had a gun and that was it then. What did they look like? Blah de blah. Anyway, we've got back to the the complex. No, no not arrested or all. No, no, no. Yeah. We got back to the complex about 
I think we was leaving early doors and we got back and we're jumping over fences to get in. And uh, one of the lads had a black eye. My nose was fucking like brownies pointing that way. <laughs> and cheap, uh, cheap, but effective. And um, we're on the coach coming back. Fucking, I had my golfing cap on. Fucking one of the lads' eyes was out here. So it's it's, it's, in, it's in a book. But I won't. Did, uh, did Pearson see that you'd like shiners and all that, or did he say? Oh, no, we did, no, no. To be fair, it was. I think they was out as well, so everyone was just each their own on the coach. But um, but yeah, it was eventful. The black well, there was there was one day. I think it was during. I think we had training, then we went out, and me and another lad got in late, and we was jumping over the because they shut the the gates or whatever at a certain time, so we was jumping over the fence, and the, the staff was going for breakfast, <laughs> and they sort of like just looked as if to say. Turn a blind eye well, to we'll it. Pretend we're, we'll pretend we've not seen yeah, that. Yeah, but imagine fucking two lads, bollocks, <laughs> getting over a seven-foot fence or whatever it was. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was good. We had a couple of messages from Leicester fans actually asking why he told them to fuck off at Barnsley. Oh, yeah, because we was playing Barnsley away and I was on the bench and we was getting pumped for 3-0. Anyway, Pearson throws me on... I go over to take a corner as soon as I come on he's like, boo, like booing me and telling me and I thought hang on a minute these fuckers are 3-0 down I've come on <laughs> not me these fuckers <laughs> so I just turned around and I don't know why but I just went like that oh did you give him the double finger flag. double one yeah oh a double yeah <laughs> double bastard it was <laughs> yeah and I just I just give it him I don't know I still don't know why but rush of blood and then Oh, what was his name? Is it Perch? Little blonde-haired lad in midfield. Perkins? Yeah. So, For Barnsley? Yeah. Perkins. I tackled him, but I missed time. The ta- my head was up my ass, and he's gone. Something like, you shit, and I've seen red. And I, I would have punched him, but the lad's grip told him, and that was sort of the end for me at Leicester. Well, after the, the double the double fuck you? The double bastard, yeah. The <laughs> fans like... Yeah, I, I think... Well, my mum and dad used to come, like, follow me everywhere, and... My dad's like, little Jack Russell he is, so obviously he was in the middle of it all, like sticking up for me in front of seven thousand fans, <laughs> trying to swing at everyone. <laughs> so yeah, your mum's like, just yeah. leave it. Yeah. There's loads of them. My dad thinks he's nails, and <laughs> but yeah, it was just I don't, it was just a heat of the moment thing. I had to come out and apologise. I didn't write it. The club said, "Are we all right doing this?" Said yes, because I would have written it. Just be like, I'm sorry. Probably spell it wrong as well. <laughs> Did you even read it? <laughs> yeah, just chuck it. Yeah, out. chuck it in. Same. They was giving me. This is what I mean about football. Like one of the reasons why I'm not playing. Like they can fucking shout and ball and fucking call your mums and anything. And you say one, I give them a double bastard, and that's it. <laughs> I'm in bother. So they yeah. were coming for you. You've gone to take a corner, and they were giving you yeah, dogs like, abuse and you've just yeah. But obviously, I'm frustrated. I was on the bench. Come on. Obviously, trying to get a result out of it, and them fuckers have fucked up for you. Yeah, and they'd start giving me shit. The other lads. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, them fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> I'll fucking I'll name and shame him right now if you want. <laughs> and I get the shit for it, and then I get a fucking week fine as well. <laughs> you got fined for it. Yeah, week's wages. There's a lot to be said for that, though, isn't there? You know, getting getting stick where you can't do anything back, can you? And I know you you, you can play the role model card and and whatnot, but then. But if you if you're getting you, it. 
Nobody knows better than me, Chris. What do you think, though? Do you think they're within the rights to do it? They're paying, they're travelling a couple hundred mile or whatever it is what? from Leicester to Barnsley, 100 mile. 50 quid to tell you, you fucking mams are whatever. Yeah, when, it, when they cross the line. You know, if you're getting a bit of shit, it's like one of them. I think they, I think they but, think they ro- we're robots. So, obviously, if I can explain that situation, I was frustrated I was on the bench. I got brought on. I wanted to obviously make a difference. At 3 0 down. Yeah. I wanted to make a difference. Obviously, gone to take a corner and getting abuse. I think we're humans. We, you know, you see red, and I just saw red. And Natural reaction. No, the Leicester not... fans were brilliant, though. They was. It was really were good. Were you at Leicester when Vardy came? Yeah. You were already there? Yeah, he was. What are you thinking when he comes in? Paid a million quid from. Well, the, you'd not heard of this lad. I'd, yeah. I'd heard, like, and then you've seen things and. I think it was a million pound for the first conference player or something. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but you don't know much of them. And then he come in, and I was like, "Sorry, I'm having a shot with Pierce. You thought he'll do it for me?" Yeah, <laughs> I thought, "Fucking, I'd pay a million quid just to have his banter." To be honest, is he a good lad? Is he? Oh, like brilliant. Yeah, spot on. But he, he was just a lad, and I remember when he was saying he's going to jack it in and go and be. A, it just he had a job, job a, a job offer to go over to. I beef him, be a rep, and he was, he was all over. Contemplating it, it. yeah. And this is after Leicester have just paid a million quid for him, yeah. And it, and I'm, he'll tell you that himself. But fuck me, you want to see him dress? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Fuck. I'll explain it to you now. <laughs> this was Vardy down to a T. Tight top with a, you know the bottom ones, the shit ones from Prime. G Star jeans, baggy, <laughs> and because he's just come into a few quid, a pair of Laboutons in a fucking straight jacket. <laughs> Imagine what that looked like. He thought he was a dog's bollocks. Is <laughs> that if, the Mo- Mohican as well? Yeah, and if anyone was giving him stick, he'd lift his shoe up and go a pair of Laboutons, and people would say, "Look at your fucking jeans, G Star <laughs> down the side of them." He was just. He, he was new to it coming for I'm going to have to fucking make a bit of an impression have to have a bash. better pair of Louboutins fucking Jesus <laughs> so from the from it. the shoe upwards from the shoe shoe upwards even the horrendous. shoes they were in straight jackets <laughs> fucking bowls like that <laughs> did they have any of them with the you know, like the, the studs on oh yeah he was miles off it and I'm sure he's but he's one of them who'd still be the same today he couldn't be told anything he'd just stick to his ways and that was bad. He's done incredible and all, hasn't he? And he's got a length on him as well. Has he? That's, oh, that's, that's, that's a revelation. I'm not bothered about his G-Star. Yeah, he's got a yeah, one on him. He's got a lovely uh, lovely weapon on him. Does it, look, <laughs> does it look out of place on his skinny body? No, it's... I've actually got good memories of it, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's... Something, vein, something with a veins... Like, it's it's it, I've got a good memory of it, haven't <laughs> you? Yeah. G stars, Vinny Cox. Would Ansomers like make a mould of it to to, to sell up market? Uh, if he didn't put his head on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he had a lovely coat. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it even more impressive how fast he is. Then, doesn't it? If he's got yeah. that and that around, yeah. yeah. That's, that, I did. That, do you know yeah. what that is shocked us that yeah more than anything that, you've that, said that, that which paper is that going to yeah, in one word yeah. exclusive you just wouldn't you, you just wouldn't think it looking at him but got a good memory of Willie's man it's turning you wrong <laughs> thinking about it isn't it <laughs> yeah you look aroused eyes rolling I know what brownie I, wow. I can remember what brownies looks like pathetic <laughs> Chrissy move on to Blackburn sharp <laughs> I bet it's small here, it's looking cold here. Whenever I watch, whenever I watch football now in the championship, I, 
I look and I think, I remember what he's got look like. So it's coming to your time, at, like your, your Leicester time's done. You've yeah. double bastarded, and then that's you. Yeah. And then uh, Blackburg. So were you, pu- <laughs> were you pushing Pierce and saying, I, I want to, I need to. He pulled me in and he said, I want, I want to keep you. He said, but I won't stand in your way if you want to. Which basically means that's yeah, one of them. We don't yeah. fucking want you. You know, yeah. yeah. So and then Blackburn come in straight away. As soon as a, like it was out there. So Gary, so Gary, Bowyer, what a head, by the way. <laughs> Sniper's dream. <laughs> Sniper's dream. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> won't look out of place in the fucking solar system. That. Would it? <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's eventful start to my. Uh, Blackburn career. So did, how much did Blackburn pay for you then? Remember, um, it was over a million quid. Do you feel any pressure? The price tags are out. <laughs> what do you think? No, <laughs> I thought that's for the fans. For the, for yeah. the, for the fans. I yeah, that's for the. I mean, I thought it was a bargain at the time. Thought <laughs> 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 they knew it was fucking million quid for the piss can. <laughs> but England own, and I, I don't think. Uh, well, I think, Gary minded it. Yeah, no. Lads like the pint um, if you're quite sociable and like a pint, you think he'll fit in well. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think he'll have minded the fact that he. Yeah. He'll be like, like as long as he does the job on a Saturday, mm. he can do what he Should wants. Should have that two weeks in. Yeah. What, what was the crack? Is he? So, was it summer? You first as soon as you signed. Yeah. So when I signed, uh, Alex Marrow, me and Alex got uh, quite tight, and, and he's a cannon, isn't he? Yeah, we bounced off each other. If he said one part, I said two, and. Uh, it was just basically for the first two weeks straight in the boozer after training. In pre-season? Uh, no, no, this is like during, this is like... When did you sign? During the season. I signed like, August. Oh, because so I remember being on the bench for Leicester that season and then I signed. So I went straight in, straight in the Legion um, <laughs> with obviously Marrow and his uncle used to pick us up and drop us off. We used to give him like 500 quid or something. 500 quid, what, per trip? No, did we balls? Oh, the fucking cows of Peugeot 206. <laughs> fucking, it was a fucking... It used to bob like my car, so... But, What's um, he paying 500 quid? So we just paid, like, monthly. Right. Um, and whenever you phoned, he got to come pick you up? No, it was compulsory. Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> he had to come... Hotline? Yeah, yeah. He got was, a red phone, like me, Batman at home. Yeah, so... <laughs> so he's, he's looking back, he's the worst person you you, you get called yeah, to sign for a new club. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, Bowie must have got a whiff of it and pulled me in and just said, Ben, what? I just persuaded the board or whoever to pay over a million quid for you and you've basically been on the piss for two weeks. I just said, well, I think you need to get me on a fitness programme. And he did it. And then after that, I just... Andy signed Marrow. Yeah. So that, what I was saying before about he doesn't mind it, he's obviously known, because he had Marrow in the youth team, would it Yeah, yeah, he was canon then. So he knew what he was like. And but he still signed Marrow. And, but, yeah, and the, but after the two weeks, that was it. Knuckled down. Oh, yeah, and, down. Yeah, and, I think before I even met you, in the, we were in the Legion and someone showed us a video of you when you first signed, with probably Marrow. Oh, the naked bum off. <laughs> yeah, exactly the that. Yeah. Naked bum off? Naked bum off, so... The rules of the naked bum off. Only the select few know about. The naked bum off. <laughs> First rule: do never if, talk about naked bum. If off. you get if you get shout if you get uh, shouted out for a naked bum off. So if I said to you, naked bum off, it was compulsory. You had to do it. 
Er det You've not showered it, have you? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> it involves... You've got them dressed there. Uh, I'm just about to take my top off. Stripping off. And to win, you've got to... You wrestle. And to win, you've got to sort of bend the other person over and... Thrust. Open, yeah, thrust them three times. Yeah, simulation. Oh, so two times is not enough? No. If three I, count. It, if he does two and I scramble out, it's back on. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we was in uh, was on a bit of an all day on a Wednesday and Alex Marrow decides to shout me out. So uh, it, 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 it doesn't matter where you are. It was in Revolution de Cuba in Manchester. <laughs> there, was, there was a green at the side and uh, strip off. We're having a full wrestle, a few minutes. Geezers are going past. I remember hearing like, "I'll ring you back in a minute, love. I've got to watch this." Just two guys <laughs> naked. So yeah. you've got. So just let me just paint the picture. We've got two grown men, totally naked. Yeah. In the middle of Manchester. Socks still on. Rest. Oh, you're allowed the socks <laughs> yeah. on. Oh, you got to think about your feet, haven't you? Exactly. Wrestling naked. You need to get your grip. <laughs> and it went on for for so long. I ended up just getting an awful saying, "Get it up and done with." <laughs> <laughs> So it was a good battle. Oh, it's a good battle. He's a big lad, but he's a big, uh, strong boy, I'd like to think I've got uh, special strength. <laughs> um, and uh, so we thought we didn't think about getting back into revs when we walked in. There was fucking free shots on the bar, the bar started <laughs> clapping us, and yeah, it was a uh, it was eventful. I'm just say. trying to get my head right. You can imagine walking through Manchester city centre with a shopping and you shopping got, trip. Yeah, Mid, was it midweek weekend or mid- Wednesday? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So people on the lunch Wednesday break. Wednesday night yes. <laughs> Yeah. Lunch break. Yeah. I'm just trying to, th- I'm just trying to picture what, what, what would be going through my head. Two grown geezers. Yeah. Wrestling naked in the middle of Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> and these are two championship players, man, yeah. here, aren't you? Yeah. There's a video. Yeah, there's a video. I think Corey yeah. had it. Corey Evans yeah. had it. I won't let it, I won't like it getting out. <laughs> So if you could keep it under wraps, but I, I mean, I, I even like though I don't play it. football anymore, uh, <laughs> professionally, uh, you know, I would like to see standards to keep. Yeah, that's your uh, that's tried, your own work this week. Yeah, you enjoyed it at Blackburn, though. Did you, yeah, would you say it. that was where you felt most at home? And, yeah, because I could live at home, and but um, but yeah, and just, you were doing well. Yeah, I was doing well, and it was just a good club, wasn't it? Good set of lads. I didn't personally want to leave, but the way the club was really going I mean players were leaving Grant went Duffy went Kearney went and it was just like I just felt like I think we were down uh, Coyle was manager at the time and he was useless and <laughs> was he? Was you not there with Coyle? Had you gone before I'd Coyle left. came in? Oh, fuck I it. wasn't with Coyle Oh my god Coyle Jesus Christ He'd done well at Burnley hasn't he? Yeah he were being tipped for Arsenal job. I tell you I tell you a story so we played Rochdale pre-season all the crew lower league side pumped him all lads are like fucking hell played Norwich first game of the season we're 3-0 down after 25 minutes getting at half time thinking fucking hell we're getting it here he comes in clapping come on lads he's still you know brilliant and I'm thinking hang on a minute he was, pumped three yeah he was just he used to like in training he'd, he'd He'd get involved with shooting practice, bottom of the league, fucking banging him in top, what a left foot by the way, banging him in top corner, Coyle, he used to go, Coyle! <laughs> 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 ask any of the, honestly, he, he, sh- he, he called me into his office about 
half eight in the morning and he's got a mini fridge full of iron brew. So I've gone in and I thought, what's this about? And he's, he's gone, iron brew. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone, no, not really, no. And uh, he was just like, he didn't like confrontation. So I remember once we got pumped and he brought us in on the Sunday, which, you know, you lads will know like, that's what, mm. what it is, isn't it? Expected, isn't it? Yeah. We fucking, we started training, we're doing all fucking games, kick it over the crossbar, catch it underneath, we're no netting in. Catch it on it, run to the thing, and the winners get this prize. And we're thinking, hang on a minute. The whole point there. of coming in on a Sunday is you either run or you fucking, there's something you do it's like video you know. in it. It's normally the and video he's, he's buzzing in it. And you're thinking, you just defeated the whole fucking point. Object to getting us we, in. We have heard one that. Of them that you couldn't help but like, though. I loved him. Yeah. yeah. Loved him. He, he, he was brilliant. Like, when he used to fucking, he used to, just, you know, when you go out before training, everyone's booting balls around. You'd see him zinging balls to the assistant and he'd be going, he'd be doing, Kyoil! <laughs> As it's in the air, zinged, Kyoil! <laughs> and they go, you fucking see that? Because <laughs> we have heard that, haven't we? Like, that he was good fun. Oh, he's so, great. Do you know he what? Out, fun time Kyoil. You can imagine, like, when he's obviously done what he's done at Burnley. Like, if, if he was winning every week and he was like that, it'd be fucking brilliant. But the fact that we was bottom of the league or around the bottom and it's not what you need for a club this guy yeah, some... Coyle's doing zinging balls and Coyle <laughs> <laughs> what happened with the Iron Brew when you went in that meeting it was to do with uh, contracts in, when it comes to January I had six months left and he was trying to tell me to stay And so why did you not stay what Listen, I, I, if it was mid-table you know they offered a decent contract I would have took it it was no more than what I ended up signing at Wolves but if we was to go down, it'd get halved. Yeah. Not a good chance you... And, and the chance players were leaving. Happen. Duffy went, Grant went in. It just felt like it was all just... Everyone's it was heading. It was heading for relegation, which in the end it did. And as much as I like Coyle um, as, as a person, I just felt like it, it, it just couldn't take us to, to, to stay up. So I just ended up saying, no, I didn't want to... I don't want to stay and the next day I walked in ready to go into a meeting and he pulled me in his office again and just said uh, I want you to stay off to the transfer window shuts so first words out of my words was can I go away and he said yeah so I went to Dubai what so you weren't going to be involved no he didn't want me in training because you wouldn't sign the contract because I wouldn't sign the contract so uh, that's him cutting his nose off to spite his face if you're one of the better players and you're trying to stay up yeah he just and he just said you can stay off I think I was off for about three weeks. Um, I went Dublin, Dubai. Had a hell of a time, <laughs> which regretted when he had medical at Wolves. So did you sign for Wolves on loan to start with then? No, permanent. They ended up, I think they ended up paying onwards to nearly two million quid with six months left on the contract. That was when Lambert Lambert was there, wasn't he? he so went you've gone for like, some fucking fair old money, haven't you, for a piss Yeah, head? yeah. It's fucking... When you think about it, I just think could have had a better night out with a few million quid, couldn't you? <laughs> For them. But uh, but no, I mean, I'd have loved to stay at Blackburn. It was perfect. But I mean, the club was brilliant. I mean, we had a fucking ball of a time, didn't we? Yeah. What were your first impressions of him when he came in? Eh. Uh, Be very careful. I don't know really. I just thought he was quiet. 
Arik, quiet, oh, quite arrogant. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything like pushing the narrative, that was it. No, was he quiet or was he arrogant? He wasn't arrogant. <laughs> He's quiet. You mean <laughs> arrogant? You mean arrogant? My time with Brownies, obviously, we, we got along. I just felt like he was very emotional, like about like his injuries and that. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. He was quiet, but I felt like there was it was more in his something was going round in his head than saying, "Oh, he's just yeah, quiet." Like you I, know what I said I about take, I used to take it home with us. That's why I used to think, "Fuck, it's embarrassing." You remember, it's embarrassing. Do you, remember, you know when I said like he was quiet, like car sharing? Like some some days you'd be quiet. Yeah. I'd just be like, I won't be like, "Oh, he's a fucking." Because Tommy Spur used to. As soon as I walked in in the morning, Tommy Spur would either go, you're struggling, aren't you? Or you feel good, don't you? Just by, yeah. me, by the way I was. Just your body language. Yeah, and how yeah, sociable I was being. I could if see If I felt that. like shit, I'd be like, I'd be playing on my mind constantly. And then what doesn't help is Marshy rocking up, fucking bladdered, talking about his night out. Live <laughs> <laughs> it like everything yeah. perfect. Yeah. I've been out. Yeah. It's been fucking class. I'm play- I know I'm playing And then Saturday. I get back in after training in a fucking whip five-inch stanchion and I'm like, fucking hell, I was on fire on a brownie. He's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> You're looking back though now. Do you wish you'd have stayed? You know, the, you, the, way, the way it went after, after leaving. Do you think, we, even if I did take a 50% pay cut, would I have been better off staying? Because you'd have been happy you'd been at home and you'd have probably been still yeah. been doing well and loved, loved the game. Financially, no. The way Blackburn ended up, like, I think they went back up the next season, didn't they? Yeah, and they went. I would have, I would have loved to stay. Um, but Just for your own happiness. Yeah. Football's too short, isn't it? And, but was, it, was it the pull of Lambert that got you to Wolves then, do you think? Yeah. A bit? Yeah. Um, he was brilliant with me. I mean, I think Brownie can vouch for me. He was... He was Big fan, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was, he was a son of. <laughs> no, there's always oh, one son yeah. of. Him, he used it? to. He used to say, uh, "What did he, I remember one team talk? He said, uh, fucking get in the box.' He said, "He can fucking mash." He said, "He can land it on a fucking midge's tit." He <laughs> <laughs> always called you Marshall, didn't he? Yeah, was it Marshall or Ben? It was Marshall. Marshall, Marshall can land it on a midge's tit. <laughs> yeah, and he always used to say, "An, an ant's cock away." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was brilliant, but but he always said he'd, he'd take me everywhere. He said. Said wherever I go, I'll take you. Anyway, when I was in the bomb squad at uh, Wolves, he got the Stoke job. I thought I'd get a phone call. Like Prem, no phone call. But I got a phone, <laughs> I got a phone call when he went fucking Ipswich League One. <laughs> no, come here, said fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no chance. <laughs> but no, he was brilliant, and like I say, he sorted me out. So you never get really going at Wolves. Yeah, I did I signed in January, and that January I was flying, and then. Lambert left and Nuno coming. You know, Nuno was brilliant. Like, he seems like a right nice fella. Oh, he's brilliant. Like, he pulled me in and he said, "I don't really know any like in his accent. I don't really know any anyone." But he said, "I've watched you and I want to sort of build a team around you." And I was like, "Fucking hell!" Like, anyway, he went pre-season and he ended up pulling me quad, and uh, and it just never got going from there really. And uh, he gave me a chance, but I just wasn't his cup of tea. But come to leaving, he he said like, I'd love you to stay, I'd love you to be around the dressing room, but you're not going to get the game time. So that's when I went alone to uh, to Millwall. Is this when you start? You've kind of fell out of love with the game a little bit. I think, think I think when Lambert left, I think looking back, that was when I started to not enjoy it. I went no, sorry, I, t- I tell a lie. I went on loan to Millwall, and that and then that sort of perked me up a bit, you know, and then. 
at the end of that season, that's when Norwich obviously come in. Because there was a lot of Millwall fans got in touch and said, signed a diff- different player this because he went along twice. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, the first long spell was brilliant and then the second long spell was terrible. And that's from Norwich? Yeah. So what had changed? I think it was just, I don't know. Well, he wasn't winning. The perform- my performances wasn't there. Um, but I, I can't imagine you having a run of games where you didn't play well. Just from how I remember you're at Blackburn, so there must have been summer. Mm. I can't imagine you suffering from a lack of confidence or no, a lack I'd, of form. I'd, 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 I don't know. It was just I'd, I, I can't put anything on it. I just were you struggling? Yeah, I think looking back now, like obviously what led to come was one. I'd probably was falling out of love with it, and two, I probably wasn't. My head wasn't all there. Do you know what I mean? Like I was probably down, and which is not like which I never thought. Because ev- even like so if you f- moved to Norwich now, yes, yeah, so or moved to Norwich. And by the way, best con- is this the best contract you've ever you've ever had at Norwich? Um, One of when we went up, yeah. And he's still. You know, we've said before about money and happiness and stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it's not everything, is it? The conversation I had was. I didn't really want. I didn't really want to go to to Norwich because it was fucking long way over end of the nowhere. earth, innit? And I said to my agent, like, I want four years, I want decent whack, and they said, said yeah. yeah, because they were sort of in. They were sort of hoping they were like, oh, the fucking they've yeah. agreed to it, you bastards. So, so I went up, and then it just just from day one, I knew from walking in, just didn't click really, and he wanted to play me right back. I start. I actually started the first three games at right back, and I got my ass teared up. But at Blackburn, I played. I got play of the season, full season at Blackburn. Scored at right back. It, right scored back. fucking nine goals or whatever it was. Um, but it just didn't. It just didn't click. And obviously, being that far away and and stuff like that, it was. Thing is, are you, are you single at this point? Are you, yeah. You're landed on your own, like, yeah, yeah. And football's not great. You're not really feeling where you're living. No, living on my own, and I felt like Lost. I always wanted. To, yeah, I just wanted to when I got home from training, I just wanted to go sleep, and I'd I'd sleep on. You know what I mean, like. And I didn't think anything of it until the doctor pulled me in and said, y- "You're showing like signs of depression." So you just you just you just thought I'm just not enjoying it here. Yeah, I'm just gonna bed just so. I'm not. Yeah, and then what prompted him to? What prompted the doctor? So, so I think had it, you been discussing how? I mean, Brownie, like I'm all like even like at Blackburn, if even if it was rough, I'd still be the fucking perky yeah. one. I'd always be up saying something in the middle of a conversation. And at, at Norwich, I just I'd get in, I'd, I'd, I'd have a coffee or something, and I'd just sit there with my phone playing fucking Candy Crush or whatever it was. And <laughs> it's surprising me because I, you were one of them that I thought would be unbreakable through all of this. Yeah. Just, just from playing with you for them two years, I always yeah. thought, no matter how bad it is, you'll always play all right. You'll always do find something to keep you happy. Yeah. I never thought that you'd be one of them that would just come back. Because yeah. like we've been, me and you have done it, where we just come back and we, all we want to do is yeah. lie in bed yeah. all afternoon. But I always thought you'd be unbreakable yeah. for that. I it's think, hard to imagine. I think it was more that where anywhere else I could come home and get out of it and I'd be around, whereas like I'd come home and it's still the same shit. I'm in yeah. middle of nowhere, don't know anyone. 
you know what I mean? Fucking. So in a way, you kind of needed your mates to go out on a on a Wednesday afternoon yeah. for a couple of pints. But do you know which... what? Do you know what the weird thing is about all of that? From the start of the season at Norwich to when I went to Millwall, I didn't touch a drop. Didn't have a drink. So you not never did have a drink at house. No. I just. So that, just I, I thought that would be your escape. Your first. Yeah. Your first escape. Yeah, but I, I just yeah. didn't. I just. I just couldn't be asked. I just wanted to just go home and I'd sleep and I'd play on the Xbox and. I'd sleep and do this and do that. And well, that would have been be- a red flag for me to, to realise that. Because I always... If you were going out at Blackburn and you were coming in, I thought, he's going to play well. He's, he's, like, he's, he's happy. Yeah, he's mm. all right. But if you go the other way, then I'd have been like, something's not right here. Yeah. And anybody that doesn't know you, I don't know if Grant or Jordan Rhodes would be there, I wouldn't be in, interesting to see if they picked up on that. Because... Yeah. Well, I think... Just, uh, so, I think they give me like a week off at Norwich and... I went to see, you know, have you heard the Chimp Paradox? The book, yeah. You know, the guy, uh, Steve Peters, uh, Stuart Webber put me onto him, and I went and had a few, like, sort of, like, chats with him. Brilliant. Have a bum off? Naked bum off. Uh, I think he would have before. I think. As part of your therapy. Yeah. yeah. Come on, bigger. Go on, I'll let you win. Yeah. I think he would have knocked the fee on the head. But, uh, and, it, you know, it, it helped in, in ways, but I think it was just more. To be honest with you, I think anyone being at Norwich is is uh, going to get a bit of depression. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said to you, if you're a f- if you've got a family, a young family, and you're happily whatever, Norwich is the perfect place for you. Yeah. But if you go down as a young lad and on your own, it, it can be quite. Are you actually? Did they not say you've actually got depression then? No, they, they. I didn't even. I knew, like, obviously, I wasn't right, but I didn't. Like when I've heard of depression in the past, I've always been like, oh, "Fuck off!" Like, come on, yeah, you're just having a bad day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the more I got to know about it, and the more like I look back on how I was at Norwich, like it was depression because you just don't want to do anything. You just want to keep yourself to yourself, not sort of getting anyone's way, or you know, just get to train and come back and. I think that's a sad thing for a lot of people that you only you, you only realise afterwards that that's where yeah, you were. Yeah. Also, there'll be people listening to this and they'll be like, "What a waste of talent! He was going out and all that." But actually, that's when you were at your best. Yeah, it's when you're at your happiest. Yeah. Listen, I know we've said like, and it probably if anyone listening would probably pay a pitch like, all he did was go. I, I, it nah, wasn't always I that. that, but I'd say I'd done it more than most footballers but what I'm saying is that's when you were at your best yeah, that's when you yeah, were happy yeah, yeah. I knew that if you were coming in stinking a drink on a Tuesday or whatever that, that you were fine and yeah. you were gonna, I'd never you drink on a, I'd never do anything stupid on a Friday do you know what I mean I'd never like go out and drink on a Friday and, with a game Saturday yeah like Thursday was my limit do you know what I mean but, but even like I would never really drink on a Thursday no nah. but, but you could do it but it was the other side of it when, when you were feeling shit at Norwich that you didn't even want to face a drink. Yeah. So you can't even say Yeah. You went off the rails. Even drinking. like now, even like now, like I've not played professionally for over a year and at first, like, you know, it's like you're like a kid in a candy shop. You normally being told what time to be in. You're free. You know, what can you do? You've not got a job. Most you know, for the first probably six, seven months it was have a great time. Which I did, which I wouldn't obviously change. change. But now I've sort of come round and, you know, like, I've not, I've not, yeah, I've not, like, say, I've not had a drink for 
probably what, getting on three or four months. Um, and this, I, you just realise there's more to life than it. Do you know what I mean? Like going out and fucking getting pissed and causing havoc. As well, though, the, there's more to life than getting all this money by Norwich or whatever, but still feeling like shit. Yeah, I mean... The, it, if it's not, if you're not enjoying it and you're coming home and you just want to stay in the house all day... Yeah, I mean, the, money wasn't even even a, even in my thoughts at that point. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was on a good whack. I was probably one of the highest paid at Norwich at the time. I didn't give a shit. I wasn't, mm. you know, I wasn't even spending any money. Do you know what I mean? Because you was doing nothing. There's one thing you learn is when you have a few quid that it's not the be and end all. Whereas people who don't think they want to get to that stage, don't they, and, and have the money. But what they don't realise is they think it'll change your life and solve but, the problems. But it doesn't. It, no. If anything, it makes things worse because you can afford to go out whenever you want you can afford to eat shit whenever you want you can do this you can do that you can afford to put money on a bet do you know what I mean it's whereas like you know me being from around you know like Salford Way and all that you you see the struggles of, of the lads you know if they go and put fucking 200 quid on an horse and it don't come in yeah, that's them fucked for the week your life. do you know what I mean and, and they'll have families and or whatever I, I, I tell you something now the amount of, the amount of people and you go from the top to the you know Rooney's and all that they'd probably sacrifice most of it just to be back to normal again yeah I'll, I'll be honest with you mate before I, we did this I was saying to you this morning I just want to say to you like from where we were at Blackburn how I remember you like what the fuck are you doing yeah playing, playing what, who are you playing for now the way you've just kind of fucked it off completely but now I kind of understand why yeah. you've done it yeah because I've kind of been there myself where I felt that shit well I just had enough yeah there's more to life than getting home from training and all you can think about is either going to sleep or worry about your what football tomorrow yeah but it's but like I kind of, so I, I, I can completely like, understand it's it. a re, just a return to normality yeah and the thing is like as much as like whatever I've done like footballing wise the most satisfaction I've ever got out of anything is like for instance when it's probably one of the highs of career was scoring that goal against Chelsea at such a young age. I, you know, I think most of the lads went out in London and whatever. I come straight back to a shit hole in fucking Salford, and, <laughs> and I but I wouldn't have in my tracksuit and and wouldn't have, wouldn't have, yeah, I wouldn't have done anything different. But I just feel like if anyone's listening and. You know, trying to chase something, you'll chase it and you'll get it, and you, you think, what have I fucking chased it for? Do you know what I mean? Where what have you sacrificed? Yeah, to, to to get it. That's why I think I've always been grounded. Where I've always had in the back of my head that, you know, when I've gone out and I've done stuff and you know, turned up pissed at training. If the manager was to turn around and say, "Are oh, you sacked?" I knew I'd still be happy, fucking going on a brickyard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's sort of yeah. like anything's a bonus in it, in a little way. So and you how long did you last at Norwich? If you signed a four-year deal, a year, a year. Yeah, I, I I had six months there, and then I got loaned out for the next six months, and then went back in. <coughs> did you give when it up? When they got promoted, did you give it up? Yeah, right. I fucked it right off. Uh, Millwall was the the one because of, I just wasn't my head wasn't there, and I just felt. 
you know, for the fans as well, like, I just wasn't giving it. And it's, listen, I, if I could change it, I would, but when you feel that in that in that way, you... Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's something that you need to apologise for. No. Hopefully they, they understand though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And then... It's, it's easy to say, oh, he tossed it off. Yeah. He didn't bother his arse, but if you're feeling like that then... At the end of the day, I just, we're not we're not robots. Hmm. Like you speak, to, I speak to some of my mates, and you know, Millwall fans, they'll have a, a week at work where they think, "Fuck this." It's in a way, it's the same thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And 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 ten times worse if you was on a, a construction site and people are fucking twenty thousand people slagging. Yeah, you. saying you fucking shit, but doing that, you you go fuck this. You We're think, only human. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Do you think the fact, the comfort though, of having a four-year contract and being able to say fuck it and getting a big payoff? Yeah, but I didn't know I was going to get a payoff. I was between this is the first time I said it, was, I, I was happy to cancel my contract. I would have gladly cancelled my contract, right. gone back home, and you know, luckily, I'd, I'd, I'd be able to go back home and not, you know, financially all right. But. Obviously, my agent worked his wonders. And well, so it must yeah. have been fucking. When, when you got that call, phone call, they, they want to pay you up. You've got three years left, they want to pay you up. But yeah. my wage had just gone because, up as well because you got promoted to the Premier League. Yeah. So even better. Because I was going to say, obviously, you, you, you've just contradicted what I was going to say, but you, I was going to say, do you think that added fuel to the fire of feeling like that? The fact that you've got that comfort of, do you know what? I can fuck it off. And. It doesn't matter because I've got this comfort. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you're saying, I don't want to turn it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was more the fact of I I come across that sort of mountain where I thought your happiness is worth more than anything, and being back home for me, especially with my little one, you know, I've got a routine now. Where's like wolves and that? It was always like arranging like a tear here, tear there. Like now, like I'm at home. You'd sacrifice a lot to for that, it, yeah, and you don't know what you've got until you lost it. Mm. And because even when you're at Blackburn, if you, if you were to finish playing football at Blackburn, you didn't spunk your money. I know we spoke about you going out, and people are going to yeah. have this thing where you've blown all your money. No, you still had your properties and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you had your head screwed on. Yeah, I did. financially. Yeah, but you were still happy playing yeah. football. But the, th- the thing is, I'd I'd go out and spend fucking forty quid in a boozer. I wouldn't. Yeah. No, the odd time you'd do a few quid in you know tables or whatever but I was the never majority of the time you're in a, yeah. lo- you're in a local booze spending yeah. quid to your pint you know what I mean I'd be raging if I fucking put 10 quid in a fruit and didn't win <laughs> <laughs> but I've you know I think that's just because of where, where you brought up originally. yeah because you never lose 20 quid to 20 quid you know what I mean mm. and, and obviously when it was at Blackburn I was fucking you know I had a little business on the side selling knockoff gear and that. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mate, this is outrageous. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. We've heard about Harvey Mix, but you you raised the bar on that yeah. front. Yeah. 20 quid I got a pair of Yeezys for, sold them for 100. I had a shipment in once of 46 pairs of Yeezys. Even Wes Brown got on him. <laughs> <laughs> you tight bastard, Wes. Yeah, yeah. Even Wes well, Brown. Are they the fake yeah, Yeezys, obviously? Yeah, yeah. But you could only, you know, kid sizes. They didn't do them in, in real ones, so the fake. But they was they was legit. I remember I remember Chris Taylor. How can they be legit and fake at the same time? 
Oh, they look legit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll never forget Chris Taylor, right? Giving his fingers and they double printed the fucking Adidas sign on the finger. You know, so there was two Adidas's. He's like, fucking hell, what am I gonna, you know, he's like, fucking hell, what am I going to do here? So, fucking no refunds, mate. <laughs> Ship these in for fucking China, mate. <laughs> but do you remember Gus? Danny Guff, mate, he fucking bought some for his missus and put them in his fucking real Yeezy box and wrapped them up. (laughs) (laughs) So he had a real pair, put these fake fucking Yeezys in the box what his real ones come in, wrapped them up and gave her for Christmas. (laughs) That's a revelation. And we're talking fucking a geezer who's earned fucking millions, aren't (laughs) What else did you sell? There was a lot of Louis Vuitton stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Louis Vuitton bags and that, suitcases, the lot. But the thing the, is, if you see a footballer with them, you're not going to think no, of it, are you? That's exactly that what I was mentality. like. Fuck me, you'd think I was a fucking multi-millionaire. <laughs> I, was, I was fucking going to away games when we used to fly with Blackburn. Louis Vuitton suitcase, bag, hat, fucking wallet, passport holder, you fucking name it. <laughs> yeah, it's all, <laughs> it's all snides from China. Pair of lubes on, red bottoms, fake as fuck. <laughs> it's cost me about 40 quid. <laughs> Which I probably didn't pay because I probably got it off for all these lads. <laughs> Honestly, 46, and the geezer who used to get it off, he said, this is the biggest order I've ever had. I think it cost me about 600 quid, so I probably took about three or four grand off these boys. <laughs> Cheers, lad. You get involved. Nah, never. <laughs> hey, never paid for petrol once. They all come out of that fucking... <laughs> that one thing, you've, you've, you've experienced it, Harvey, yeah. early doors, haven't you? Because you needed cash to pay at the boozers round our end. Fucking, that was that. It was all these boys. <laughs> I'll get these lads. Yeah, I'll get yeah. Guthrie's. Yeah. Fucking Guthrie's yeah. fucking only going to bottom berries. Google him, look at his career, and I fucking took 40 quid on for a pair of fake Yeezys. Gus was a man, but he was good, wasn't he? <laughs> so you're still playing now then? Like? Yeah, yeah, Stoneclough, yeah. Um, How old are you now, mate? 29. Yeah, some say the people. Oh, yeah, fucking love it. Best manager ever played under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Top set of lads, really good. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you a story. We, the first game, so my mate Aiden, like who've grew up with, he he started playing for him, and uh, he said, "Why don't you come down and train?" Because I wasn't, I'd left Norwich, and so I played a game for him on Astro. Anyway, bossed it, played old in midfield. Uh, so he said, "Why don't you sign for us?" So I said, "Fuck it, go on, I'll sign." But to sign, I was still registered on Norwich's book, so the fucking manager had to fold up Norwich <laughs> and say, he's fucking signed for Stone... Uh, we want to sign him, Stone Club. <laughs> fucking 20 leagues below or whatever. First game, playing Millam away, which is like two hours, and the lads were like, you'll fucking love this. So I said, all right, so we got on this fucking minibus, right? So we've travelled up, got pumped 6-0. Right? <laughs> I've turned to the manager, I've gone, what the fuck? And he's gone, don't judge just yet. On the way home, we stopped at every pub on the way back. It was one of the best fucking journeys I've ever had. <laughs> You'd think we won the fucking World Cup on the way back. The lads are doing karaoke on it. We stopped off at this uh, this boozer, right? Little local in the in the Lake District. There's a fucking man sat there, farmer and that on. We bowled in. Yeah, you bombs. Fucking the lot. I ended up doing an interview. We said, we'll, we'll, we'll take a piss here. We'll, we'll do an interview that I've signed. Anyway, apparently it went viral all over Twitter. <laughs> And, uh, but it's just it's just exactly what I need do you know what I mean yeah. like the lads are brilliant we've got a group you know everyone's dead close like um, you know 
it's a shit standard. But I've fucking... But you're enjoying it. But I've been drafted into it. Yeah. So now, when I first started, I was fucking brilliant, you know what I mean? And now I've got fucking... Played on Saturday, keep it taking piss out of me, saying I fucking reeled you in. And <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and what, What's occupation now? If I put the, the passport form down, o- occupation. I, I just have properties and... So, but you could be a professional footballer. There's been offers there to be a professional. Yeah, yeah, footballer. I've had loads of offers. Yeah. So you've got um, the, you, you right now could be a professional footballer if you wanted to be. Yeah. But you you're happy. Yeah, I, I like obviously when I sign for Stone Clough, like they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how much do you think they want for you, Stone Clough? Well, I said if if I end up leaving, then it only it's got to be a package for Stone Clough. <laughs> it's got. Yeah. I said what we're saying they said 50 grand would be enough I said, <laughs> I said what would it go on they said a new coach <laughs> um, but I just and, and a lot of them said it's, it's eye opening because I said like I just want to be be around lads and you mean it's refreshing for them yeah yeah like I just want to play on a Saturday and like I'm training tonight and you know I just want to have a laugh and you know where nothing's too serious mm-hmm. like I feel like now it's it's so much serious, like, and you can't do anything, can you, these days? And do you know when you thought about going back professionally? Do you is the first thing you think of how you felt at Norwich, that shit time you had? Yeah, yeah. I was a bit like that, and I just didn't want to risk going back to that place. And for me, it was either what go and play. No, I went training at Bolton. I just I just thought this isn't me anymore. Now now obviously I'm in a better place, like. I thought about going, you know, trying to get back, but I just, I'm, just, I'm just happy where I am. And that's good that you're, <laughs> you're happy, man. Yeah, that's the yeah. main thing. Well, yeah. That was kind of the, the point I was making there. That you, I mean, potentially you could be a professional footballer right now, and a lot of people aspire to be yeah. a professional footballer. And the fact that you're making that conscious choice of happiness over, Put, yeah. over yeah. that, and knowing yeah. that you'd be happier without. On the flip side of that, life. can you imagine how many footballers out there all, all feel exactly the same but have to play for the 700 yeah. quid, the 800 yeah, exactly. quid yeah. The biggest one who had to convince was my dad because I don't think, still I think he don't get his head around it. Because his dad used to come everywhere, didn't he? Yeah. I remember he was... And, and I just say to him, like, it takes a bigger person, like, to... Because I, obviously I thought, I can't just stop now. You know, I'm 20... I was 28 when it, when it, when I... I was at Norwich I thought I can't just stop now it's, it's, it's against all what everyone and then I thought well if I don't want something I'm not going to do it it takes a bigger person to say no than to go along with a with a sort of I'll tell you one man who you've, who you've definitely convinced today is him because whenever we spoke about you he's like I just, can't, I just don't know what he's doing Yeah, well, like, he's so good I just don't know what he's yeah. doing yeah. Well, I, yeah. every time and you're like fucking could be doing this could be playing and all that and then I presume now that you're 100%, getting, 100% I coming, understand. Getting to peace with yourself and happiness is, is more than, you know, making your career or your legacy better. Yeah. I'd rather do what I've done now, start playing for Stoneclough. You know, it's not the best standard in the world, but I'm at a happy place. You don't need a defensive striker, do you? You won't fucking get in our team, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah. He's got, he's got, he's got to finish on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. oh, cheers, yeah thank you yeah. very much, mate. No Thanks worries. for. I mean, we've so talked about uh, Stone Club though, but I believe obviously a bit of tragedy at the club last week. Yeah. Um, 
uh, a lad passed away last week, uh, one of our players. Um, you know, it's, it's sad, uh, committed suicide, which is, which is not nice. And, you know, if anyone's feeling like that and down and just, just to speak, because as we were speaking about, you know, it, it can lead to that. Mm. And just obviously condolences and speaking about it and getting it out and, you know, it could save lives. Young family. Yeah, dad. young little lad, which, you know, which um, the lads, this is another thing, like the lads, they're all working class people and trying to make each ends and we've raised just between our team, like 1,700 quid, people send 150 quids and raise money. For his which, family. For his yeah, and you know, and I know some of the lads is probably, <coughs> you know, it's probably the spends for the month and they've sent it and which is obviously touching. And, Do you know that he was struggling? We knew that. He was suffering from a bit of depression, but not to a stage where you'd think he'd go and take his own life. But when you were around him, he's bubbly. And, but like you say, you just never know what someone's thinking. Yeah. That's why I always say treat people as you want to be treated yourself because you might judge them, but they might be going through fucking hell in their own head. Everyone's got their own brain, haven't they? Mm. We can all put a mask on, like yeah. we spoke about yeah. many a time. Many a time we spoke We can all be... Heart, life and yeah. soul of the party, and well, mm. that's it. And it's just a shame, but it's something what's unfortunately seems to be creeping in a lot and hearing a, a lot about. But like I was saying, you, you, you know, talking about it, and you saying finding peace with an understanding of how you feel. You've got to make adjustments, haven't you? And I said before, like, it's I find it scary sometimes the amount of messages that we get of people saying thanks, you know, I've been really struggling recently, and it just goes to show just. How prevalent yeah, it is. Everybody struggles from time mm. to time. If I could say everybody anything, it'd be just if you are feeling down or whatever, just think if you feel like you're at rock bottom, the only way from rock bottom is back up. That's the only thing I can say. It's finding that, that piece, like you said, is yeah. by opening and up. And sacrificing things, what you might think's not right at the time, but it's sort of like with me, like it was like, with me head was like, no, but my heart was like, stop. Yeah, where my head was like, no, you need to go and play again. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.